one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerk video. We've got some controversial stories to decide upon today, including our first story, which involves some inappropriate picture sending, written by Left Rap5352. Am I the jerk for screenshotting messages guys sent me and sending them to their mothers? I'm an 18-year-old girl who's in college at the moment. I've been getting bullied and harassed by three guys in my class who have taken to messaging me online with rather gross or harassing messages and not safe for work pictures that I'm sure you all can fill in the gaps without me going into detail. I should have reported them or just blocked them, but I had had enough. So I screenshot every message they sent me and found their mothers through their Facebook pages and sent screenshots to them, including an explanation of who I am and how their sons have been bothering me. Their mothers were horrified and shocked by what I sent them, explaining what was going on and all three are on my side. Some of my friends think this is genius and exactly what they deserved, but some of my other friends think I took it too far and it was out of line to put that on their mothers and also how I don't know what their home life is like. Am I the jerk for doing this? Should I have gone about it another way? So what do you guys think? Is Opie the jerk for getting harassed and sent inappropriate pictures? and then turning around, taking those and sending them right to those people's parents. Personally, I would say I don't think so because they kind of deserved it, but is it just a line that should not be crossed? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Ibuki. Would I be the jerk for calling the police on my boyfriend after he let his brother and his family live in my holiday home without my permission? For context, I, 28-year-old female, inherited a holiday home from my grandma some time ago. I never really use it as it's roughly a 5 hour drive out from London where I live. It's relevant to the story that the keys to the holiday home are on a rack, with literally every other key to anything my boyfriend or I own. The holiday house has a security system hooked up to my phone. When it detects somebody on the property, cameras turn on and I can see them. My boyfriend's brother, 33 year old male, recently had his fourth child. Him and his wife currently live in a two bedroom apartment. So three days ago, they were both over at mine and my boyfriend's house with all their kids. We were talking about anything and everything. I was holding the baby. My boyfriend's brother eventually mentioned how I have my holiday home and how it has more than enough space for him and his wife to raise their four kids. My exact response was, yeah, but I'm not going to let you live there, so... He went quiet after that and his wife started to collect their kids and their things. They left about 10 minutes after. My boyfriend hasn't said anything to me about the conversation, yet I'm feeling bad about my response because I know they really do need the space. So fast forward to yesterday, I wake up for work and realize my boyfriend isn't in bed with me, nothing out of the ordinary. He works for me at 30am. When I'm finally about to walk out the door, I go to grab my keys and notice my holiday home's keys are gone. I look around for them, can't find them, so I call my boyfriend. First time he doesn't answer. Second time he doesn't answer, third time he does. The conversation went, hey, have you seen my other house's keys? They say, yes, I have them. I say, cool, why have you got them though? 
They say grab them by accident. I'll return them when I'm back from work. I thought everything would be fine, so I continued with my day and went on to work. Midway through my workday, I get a notification from the house's security system. I open it and find my boyfriend, his brother, and his family all outside the door with a moving van in the back. I was fuming. When I got home, my boyfriend was already there, acting as if everything was normal. I started screaming at him, asking why the heck he'd move a family into my house without my permission. He tried to justify it and say he had to help his family. It honestly just made me more angry. I told him we were over, he has one day to get his brother and his family out of my house or I would call the police on them all for trespassing. That all happened at around 6 yesterday, 14 hours ago. He hasn't called me or anything, but I fully intend to go through with my threat, but I know they're struggling right now. So would I be the jerk for calling the police? I think OP is absolutely not the jerk. I feel like it really in any situation like this, you should never give in to people who are going to try to roll you over like that. These people got a no from you and still went and literally moved into your house expecting you to just, I don't know, give up and stop fighting it. That is the biggest red flag and you should not be involved with people that are going to try to pull that over on you. This next story is by Realistic Effort 687 Am I the jerk for not wanting to drive my niece because she has Tourette's? I'll keep this quick, my niece has Tourette's syndrome, which makes her prone to making a lot of loud noises unexpectedly. I'm a decent driver, a good one maybe, but I need focus. I don't play music in my car, and I don't drive anyone else most of the time because I don't like having conversations when I'm driving. It's just distracting and could be fatal. Just to reiterate, I almost never drive anyone because of that last bit. However, my sister's husband recently passed away and she needs someone who can drive her daughter to school. To be honest, my sister's always been a sour spot for me. She's done a lot of crap to me throughout the years, but I've always had to find it in my heart to forgive her. She's also just rude and entitled 99% of the time. She didn't tell me that my niece has Tourette's, and because I work an intense job where I work a lot, I didn't know either. Cue me driving her for the first time, and she won't stop talking. I'm doing my best to stay focused, but I have to tell her to stop. She does, but 10 minutes later, she makes a massive screeching sound which makes me dent my car on a mailbox. I get shocked easily, and even if I know what something is, in the half second between me hearing it and my body reacting, I can't stop myself from reacting to it. I told my sister I can't drive her daughter to school if that's what she does on a regular basis. I realize she can't stop that, but I need to make sure I'm a safe driver. She's going off on me now because I'm being ableist and cruel. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk, and the thing to focus on here is very much like how the daughter has Tourette's syndrome and in no fault of their own can't stop talking or making noises, especially unexpectedly. OP has an issue dealing with unexpected noises or lots of noises going on while driving. Like, it sucks they can't drive the daughter around, but like, frankly, I'd be really grateful for our OP coming to me and saying, hey, I can't drive your daughter because it just creates an unsafe driving situation. Basically saying they don't want to be harmed and they especially don't want to harm the daughter, right? It's not ableist or cruel, it's just realistic. Our next story is by FYI, MBVVGCCFV. I think I said that right. Am I the jerk? I didn't help my ex-wife. My ex-wife and I had very different views about spending money. After the birth of our daughter three years back, she started spending a lot of unnecessary money. I tried having discussions with her about budgeting, but she refused, saying that all of it was necessary for her. 
Some of the expenses were definitely necessary, such as a mother's helper, maid, cook, etc., and I had no problem with those kinds of expenses that would help her recover from childbirth. But there were others that were purely unnecessary and lavish, such as shopping, etc. It all reached a breaking point when she paid for her brother's college tuition from our joint account without even asking me if I was okay with it. I divorced her and we got equal custody of our daughter along with me having to pay child support because our daughter was still very small. I had to also give her half of my business. I didn't want to run a business with her so I sold my business and gave her half the money. I started a new business on my own and it's doing pretty well now. Today, when I went to my mom's birthday party, my ex-wife was also present. My ex-wife was a family friend so she's still close to my parents despite our divorce. After dinner, I and my brothers were watching a movie. At that time, my mom came to me and told me she wants to speak to me in private. We stepped out of the house and my ex-wife was waiting for us there. My ex said that she lost all the money that she received from me upon divorce because her investments failed. She said that if I'd been more mature by running the business with her instead of selling it off and protecting just myself, she wouldn't have been in this position now. She said that she's been evicted from her apartment and doesn't have the money even for a hotel room and told me that since I caused this, I should let her stay with me in my house. I refused and told her that she can leave our daughter with me for the time being and go stay with one of her friends or something. She started crying and my mom said that I should be more kind to my ex considering she's a close family friend. Am I the jerk? It's definitely not OP's fault and OP's not a jerk. When you separate from somebody and you divorce, isn't the whole point that you're kind of looking out for yourself? Isn't the whole point that you're no longer responsible in any way for the other party? At least usually. You gotta love that this ex-wife went and blew it all and still is trying to find some way to blame OP for it. They're essentially saying it's OP's fault for not holding my hand and making sure I always have money. Therefore, they should give me money. Or at least a place to stay. No. (laughs) No. And if OP cares about that kid, I would try to make sure that custody gets considered right then and there. You don't need to have a kid saddled down with somebody that can't handle their money to the point where they lose their house. Our next story is by No More Entry. Am I the jerk for banning my mother-in-law from entering my home for what she said after walking in on me with someone else? To add context, my wife Nat, 29-year-old female, passed away 10 months ago. While her and I, 29-year-old male, were separated, we never got to divorce due to what happened. We have a 3-year-old daughter who's now with me full-time. She's been going to preschool already, so for the most part I have the home to myself. My mother-in-law never told me she was coming over. She usually does to see my daughter or to take her out. Also, she hasn't used the key to my place in a long time, so I completely forgot she had it. The other morning, I had a friend over. My mother-in-law shows up unexpectedly because she thought that would be their day to go to the park. Instead of, you know, closing the door after walking in on me, she starts ridiculing me. It was extremely awkward for my friend, or, well, both of us. She was still extremely mad at me. After my friend left, she tried to say more about being an irresponsible father, then brought up my gnat and how it hasn't even been a year and I'm already sleeping with another woman, as if we hadn't already been separated for four months before she passed. Her calling me disgusting was the last straw, and I told her to get out. We spoke again later but it seems by then she told a few people in Nat's family because her sisters were on my back about it too. 
I was so mad about her telling everyone my personal business, so I said she's not allowed to set foot in my house again. She can call or text on the days she's here to see my daughter, but she won't be allowed in. My mother-in-law didn't say anything about it until yesterday when she realized I changed all the locks. Now I'm being called the jerk for overreacting, since they think she has a right to be upset about me being with another woman so soon after Nat passed away, and she shouldn't be punished for it. Am I the jerk? Let me just say, even without like the four months being separated before that tragic event happened, 10 months for a lot of people is honestly enough time for them to have grieved and moved on. Some people bless them, never get over an event like that. Some people move on right away. It varies for people, and these people are super messed up for trying to like, gatekeep when you can and can't move on. Like just think about how crappy it is that they're harping on you bringing up your wife who passed away and trying to guilt trip you and lord that over you. It's honestly kind of sickening when you really think about it. And by the way, if you're enjoying the hard-hitting questions and stories like this, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss my daily uploads. Let's set our next stories by Dingo8MyCat69420. Am I the jerk for getting a tattoo without my girlfriend's permission? For context, I'm 19 in college and she's 18 in high school, going to college an hour away from me next year. My first semester, I went through a lot of crap to get where I am, and I'm incredibly proud of my work. So with parental permission, I got a peacock on my ankle. No big deal, I was assuming. Turns out it's a big deal, and now my girlfriend's threatening to break up with me. She's mad saying how my style was already garbage and how she's waited for me to fix it and I never did and I told her I was willing to work with her to help that. Then she finds this out about this tattoo and now she's threatening to break up with me. She sent the tattoo to her whole family and they've all sent the pic to me saying how gross and bad it is, even though my family loves it. She's mad how I didn't ask for permission and says it doesn't fit her values of how we should be together. Currently in crisis mode trying to work this out. Am I the jerk? I think you can tell OP really likes this person because putting up with that amount of BS is a lot. OP is not a jerk for getting a tattoo without their girlfriend's permission. And whether it's your girlfriend, your wife, your mom, your dad, nobody has bodily autonomy like that over you. And honestly, what matters is if you really like it. In my opinion, if they don't like it, which it's fine to not like it, but if they can't get over it or accept it, they're not worth your time, man. Especially when they call for a familial backup. Imagine having like one serious argument and then every time they just turn to their parents and family to hound you. I'd be pretty okay with just letting that go. Our next story is by Embarrassed B. Am I the jerk for telling my mom she embarrassed me by arguing with a cashier? So my mom, my sister, 14, and I, male, 16, went to the mall to watch a movie. After it ended, we decided to shop for a while, and they wanted to enter this women clothing store. Once they had their clothes, we all went to pay. One of the things my sister chose was a $12 blouse. When the cashier scanned it, the price said $60 instead of $12, and the cashier said it was a system mistake. She said that she was going to scan a $6 ring twice so it can charge the right price for the blouse. The cashier did what she said, but when my mother finished paying, she saw that she'd also been charged the extra $60 because the lady forgot to remove it. The cashier said it was a mistake, and I was starting to get embarrassed because my mother asked for the extra money back. The cashier said she couldn't do that and called the manager, who said that the store had a no-return policy, so they couldn't pay back unless she created a store account and made a minimal purchase. 
Long story short, my mom kept arguing with them until they just opened the cash register and gave her back the money. When we were in the car, I told my mother that it was embarrassing and I was ashamed. She got mad at me and my sister's neutral on the situation. Am I the jerk? I'm sorry OP, but you are the jerk in this situation. Maybe down the road, if somebody's basically trying to cheat you out of $60, you'd react in a similar way. Frankly, in a situation like that, I think just about anybody has the right to go Karen mode and complain until a manager arrives and you try to get your money back. That's $60 they're just trying to lift right out of your wallet for literally nothing. On top of the 12 you already paid for the blouse. I like to think of it as like, imagine you're basically giving them a $60 tip for no reason. Nuh-uh, give me that money back. Our next story is by Lifted Trucks or Us. Am I the jerk for demanding my wife to stay out of her sister's love life? My wife's known about my twin sister's sexuality since we met. We've been married for five years. About a year ago, my sister confided in me about the feelings she had for my wife's sister. She thought nothing would come of it since no one knew anything about Jennifer's sexuality. Plus, my sister felt weird about it being her sister-in-law. Regardless, I told her she should go for it since I'd noticed them subtly flirting with each other. As things quickly transpired, it turned out Jennifer was in the closet but had mutual feelings for my sister. Their relationship for months was kept well hidden from everyone, but the entire family noticed how happy Jennifer had become. Finally, they were both ready to get things out. My wife, myself, and our sisters met for dinner one night. My wife was in shock, having just learned her sister was also gay. She was silent most of the dinner, and as we left, she spoke her mind in the parking lot as she said, This is some disgusting redneck crap I won't support, or even acknowledge your relationship. My wife was disappointed in me that I'd known for months but never told her. It wasn't my place to tell, and I honored my sister's request to keep it hidden until they were ready. I came in from work the next evening after the dinner. My wife was on the phone with her father. As he said, If you would have listened to me and not married him, his sister wouldn't have made my daughter gay. He's always hated me, and that only angered my wife. My mother-in-law, on the other hand, was very happy for Jennifer and my sister. A week went by, and there was really no mention of their relationship. I had to stay late at work one night. I received a frantic call from my sister. My wife and her father showed up at Jennifer's house to talk some sense into her head. My sister was there, and things turned nasty with their father. I left work because I could tell over the phone with the screaming in the background how things were heading. By the time I got to the house, their father was already gone. He's a coward. I pulled my wife out of the house and made her go home. Our sisters were upset, crying and feeling horrible about things. I went home and had it out with my wife. I told her it's not her place to dictate what her sister does with her life. I furthermore told her if she can't keep her mouth shut about their relationship, then she needed to stay out of her sister's life completely. She accused me of trying to divide the family along with my sister, also told me it wasn't my place to tell her to stay out of their life. But honestly, it's not her place to pick and choose who her sister loves. My wife's not homophobic, she's always supported my sister's sexuality. I've tried getting her to see the good in their relationship. I want nothing more than my sister to be happy after the crappy life we've had growing up. But my wife is seriously acting like they're cousins or something. I don't see the issue or feel my wife's embarrassment over their relationship. I think OP is definitely not the jerk here. If you have an inability to rationally think about the situation, then yeah, you might think it's some redneck crap. 
You know, if you're not mentally capable of breaking down the relationships, if you ignore OP and their wife, then it's literally two random people getting together. For some reason, the wife seems dead set on some kind of mental gymnastics to turn this into some kind of like sibling related situation when it's not that at all. It might be weird to get used to, but I've heard of stories where somebody gets married to somebody and then their two siblings who are both not related in any way to each other also get married. Maybe they're just grasping at straws because they're homophobic. Our next story is by Specialist Junket 938 Am I the jerk for refusing to not do my job because the child in question was my sister-in-law? Mother-in-law and I are estranged for a couple of reasons that I won't get into. She's hated me from day one. I work in a small private school which sister-in-law, 13, attends. I don't directly work or interact with her, and I've given the school a heads up that she's family and there's some bad blood with the mom. Friday, mother-in-law was late to pick her up, which isn't a big deal. Mother-in-law's been at a hair salon and the whole street was shut down by the cops due to an active crime scene. She was about an hour late and we can't leave a child unattended. I was on pickup duty so I stayed with sister-in-law. Sister-in-law called mother-in-law and complained that I was looking at her. Mother-in-law told her to leave the school and walk to Dairy Queen or Starbucks and she'd get her there. I informed them that I'm not allowed to let sister-in-law leave. Mother-in-law became furious and was screaming at me that she's the parent and she doesn't want sister-in-law near me. I replied that it's school policy and mother-in-law went off about how dumb it was. Sister-in-law's a teen, she's allowed to walk places on her own. Anyway, I kind of agree that is a dumb policy, but it is our policy. Sister-in-law then called her dad and said the same thing, that I was looking at her. Stepfather-in-law is a dip to begin with and was screaming down the phone, threatening to call 911, saying I was detaining his child, and he told sister-in-law to take off running and that I probably couldn't catch her. When mother-in-law finally got there, sister-in-law jumped in the car and flipped me off, which great, now I have to report, and mother-in-law screamed at me that I should have let her go because mother-in-law said it was okay. And because sister-in-law is family, I know her a bit more and I know she's mature and can be trusted to walk up the street. I explained that policy is policy, but mother-in-law said I was just doing it to punish them. When I went inside, the principal said it would have been okay to let her go because she is my sister-in-law, which that would have been nice to know ahead of time. Now the entire extended family's talking crap about how I kidnapped sister-in-law. I think very clearly OP's not the jerk here. It's like, we get it, their entire extended family hates OP. They were just doing their job, there's no winning here. There's a whole family of Karens that hate you. Just be a duck and let the water roll off your back, it's not even worth worrying about. Our next story is from Black Underwears. Am I the jerk for not loaning out my black boxers? My girlfriend started her period at my place and she asked me to borrow my black boxers. I told her I didn't feel comfortable with that in case she stained them. She offered to buy me new ones, and at this point, I didn't really feel like she should stay over if she didn't have proper planning on her part other than to borrow my clothes. I text her the next day to try to get her to understand my position, but I found myself blocked on everything. My friend told me why I was so stupid not to just loan her the underwear. My friend told me congratulations on being single again, but I feel like she overreacted by blocking me on everything when she didn't get her way over the boxers. Well, my friend, there's more fish in the sea, but unfortunately in this case, I think you are the jerk. Unless this is a $200 pair of silk black boxers, just let your girlfriend have them. You can get more, they're really, really, really cheap. 
And frankly, sometimes periods just happen, and it's not like women just carry around a 12-point contingency plan to cover every possible scenario wherever they go. Our next story is by Foothills Lawyer. Am I the jerk for using my wife's shampoo and our good towels to wash our dogs? Preface, I have a first-world problem that the Reddit masses get to weigh in on, and it's going to change the future of my marriage. Me, 40s male, and my wife, 30s female, have been together 17 years. We support each other well and have mostly resolved the petty disputes long ago, except for one. More detail, we discovered early in our relationship that we operate best with very clear roles in our household. She picks up the house throughout the week, and I take off early every Friday and clean the entire house. I get to be kind of a messy dude for five days a week, and she walks into a perfectly clean house, sometimes with fresh flowers in the vase at the door. We support each other on these tasks when needed. Like, I'll help clear the dishes in the kitchen if she cooks during the week. She'll fold the laundry I've washed on Friday if I don't get to it. My intent of this preface is to let the reader know that we genuinely support each other. Now, am I the jerk? Part of my weekly cleaning on Friday is giving our two dogs a bath. It's normally my last task and I'm rushing before she gets home from work. Admittedly, because I'm in a rush to have the house and dogs clean before she gets home, I'll completely ignore other options and use her shampoo, also her good towels. Her nice shampoo, it's not the $50 bottle that some people use, but I'm willing to admit it's pretty good stuff. She hates the fact I do this. I tell her that she could always pick it up at one of her trips out during the week, or I'll personally go pick it up for her if needed. I wash the laundry so I can ensure the towels go through an extra wash if they still smell like dog. She says it's the principle. Men have no idea how much concern it may cause a woman to be close to running out of their shampoo. Again, first world problems. My wife reviewed this post and agrees to let Reddit decide the direction we go on this argument. I think OP is the jerk and I implore OP to look into getting proper dog shampoo. I'm guessing the shampoo the wife uses hasn't been a problem because you would know if there was, but a lot of human shampoo has stuff that can mess up the dog's fur or their skin and can cause infections and stuff like that. And secondly, it's definitely a first world problem, but you should probably get some dog specific towels too. Not because it's better for the dog, but just because who wants to wipe themselves down with the dog towel? I think one of the nicest simple luxuries is having that really nice towel that you know is clean and good and comfy as soon as you step out of that shower. Just get some stuff to set to the side for specifically the dogs. And also last thing, unless those dogs are literally rolling around in poo and dirt and mud constantly, they don't need baths every week. Depending on how dirty they get, honestly, it should be more like once a month. Dogs don't sweat, it's just about how dirty they get. Our next story is by jackdan338282. Am I the jerk for kicking my stepsister out of my gender reveal? I'm 23-year-old female. My parents divorced when I was in middle school. My parents ended up marrying different people. My mom married a guy named Dave, 53-year-old male, who has a daughter, 26-year-old female, named Angeline. I was never close to her growing up because she gave off the impression that she never really liked me, so I kept my distance. Five years ago, she met this great guy named Jonathan. He was really nice the few times we met and seemed to really like Angeline. Now here's where the problem started. Last weekend, Angeline told me that Jonathan proposed to her and I was the first to know. I was a bit suspicious at the fact that I was the first to know of all people. 
Then she asked me if instead of revealing the baby's gender at the party, I could do it another day and let her have an engagement announcement instead. I told her no and that if she wanted to have a party she could do it another day or text everyone about the engagement and that she told me on short notice when the gender reveal was next week. She got really pissed and called me a witch and hung up. Yesterday morning, the day of the gender reveal, Jonathan texted me thanking me for giving up my party just so they can announce the engagement. I told him that I never said that and that the gender reveal was still on. He was confused because apparently Angeline told him that I planned to have my reveal another day so she could announce the engagement. I was pissed because right after I told her no, she told Jonathan that I said yes. I texted her and left a voicemail saying that she's not invited to the reveal anymore so not to come and if she does I will not hesitate to kick her out. It's safe to say she didn't attend the party. This morning I got texts from her, her friends, and her mom's side of the family saying how I'm a selfish jerk and a gender reveal can always be rescheduled, but an engagement announcement party wouldn't always happen again, and I made her have to announce her engagement over texts. I do feel bad because she had something special in mind when she was going to announce her engagement and I didn't let it happen, but at the same time, just like I can reschedule my gender reveal, she could reschedule her announcement party. OP's definitely not the jerk, you can't just hijack a party like that. And also I think it's hilarious how her mom's side of the family saying that a gender reveal can always be rescheduled, but an engagement announcement can't? Excuse me, there's a little bit of an expiration date on when you can and can't reveal a gender for a baby. You can announce your engagement literally anytime. And our final story of the day is by Knife345. Am I the jerk for refusing to participate in a family wedding tradition even though my fiancé wants to? My fiancé's family have a tradition where on the wedding night the groom cuts the bride out of her dress. They even have a special knife they use to do it and the next day everybody makes a big deal about the cut up dress. I told my fiancé I don't want to do it, but he said he wants to and that it's the only tradition he isn't willing to budge on. There are other traditions he's agreed to scrap but he said this one is harmless and it's important to him that we keep some of their traditions. He and his family are upset with me since they feel like I'm erasing so many of their important traditions and since my fiancé really wants to keep this one, they feel like I should compromise. Am I the jerk? I feel like there's probably some information missing here like, is OP spending a lot of money on their dress? Is OP allowed to wear enough to cover up comfortably underneath? And by extension, is it really fair to OP to have to wear all that stuff under a wedding dress? And overall, it's just kind of a weird vibe? A weird tradition? I don't know if that's rude of me to say, but it just, it kind of has some kind of like, assault-like feelings attached to it in a way? Like a little bit of a forced type beat? I don't blame OP and I don't think they're the jerk. What do you guys think? Is it a big deal? Should OP just kind of suck it up and go with it? But with that being said, that's all the time that we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.